welcome to Magic Woman Radio, my friends. This is episode 30, and today I'm bringing you a conversation with Brooke Alexander, a trainer and master certified practitioner of NLP, hypnosis, time techniques, EFT, and life and success coaching. Brooke is the founder of Created Mind Academy, which is a coach certification program that I am a graduate of. So Brooke introduced me to the modalities that I rely on heavily in my own life and in my business as well. So in this episode, we talk about letting go of shoulds and instead how to make more authentic, empowered decisions, how to break out of boxes that you might be putting yourself in, in your thinking, and how to free yourself of perfectionism when it comes to sharing your business offerings and gifts with the world. There is a whole lot of permission granted in this very helpful, actionable episode. So I hope that you enjoy it. So I usually start off by asking my guests what their sun, moon, and rising is, but you don't know your, you know, your sun sign. Yeah. Scorpio. I think there's cancer in there, but mm. we're going to figure it out. Together. This is love fun. it. Love it. So what were you born in? What city? Yeah. Um, Bankstown. Bankstown, Australia. Yep. Um, what's your birthday? November 20, 1986. Got it. What hour of day? What time? 3.15 p.m. Oh, an afternoon, baby. Mm-hmm. All right. So you are an Aries rising. So the rising sign is also known as the ascendant. It is the essence of us. It is who we are on a soul level. And uh, yeah, Aries rising. Aries is the first sign of the zodiac, the first spark of light in the dark that just blazes a whole trail for the entire zodiac to appear. Um, it is all about moving forward and like forward momentum. So I always like to think about with pretty important or key Aries placements, like the rising sign is really important. Um, that's sort of like an indicator, I guess, with Aries here that like the theme of being first might be like a common thing in your life. Does that, does that resonate with you? Like always the first to do something or the first to talk in class or the first to do something? Oh my gosh. Yes. Like if, if something needs to be done, I'm like, okay, I'll do it. If there's a group of people and no one's willing to talk first, I'll talk first to like, to like break the ice. If there, Sean always says to me, I'm an early adopter. If there is some new technology or like new way of doing a thing, I'm like, okay, I'll do it. Let's do it this way. I love it. So Aries. And of course you are a Scorpio sun and you are a Taurus moon. So this is really interesting. So Scorpio and Taurus are opposite each other. So you would have been born on a full moon. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So being born on a full moon, I was born on a full moon as well. And the way that an astrologer explained it to me, the first time I discovered that really resonated. So the way that I move around the world is like the way that I experience emotions and the way that I experience the world is like how everyone feels during a full moon. It's like a heightened 
emotion experience of life. Like it's like a heightened experience of life. It's like things feel a little bit bigger, if that, if that makes sense. And so yeah, with Scorpio sun and Taurus moon, there's actually eclipses right on your sun and moon this year. So we have eclipses in Taurus and Scorpio since January, 2022 and until like summer, 2023. So this is a big time of change and evolution for you. Like on a personal, like I can completely relate because I have gotten rid of, taken to the consignment store or donated almost all of my clothes. And I would get rid of every single last piece if it wouldn't leave me without clothes to wear. But I'm like, none of this feels like me anymore. It just doesn't feel like me. I'm like changing the way that I'm decorating my apartment. I'm minimalized, minimalizing everything. I'm, I have been feeling for I would say about a year that I've been feeling like I'm going through some shifts, like change. I'm changing and I don't know how, but I just know that the way that I used to be and do things and clothes that I used to wear and ways that I used to think just don't feel like they're me anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Because your sun, not only your sun in Scorpio, but also your natal Mercury in Scorpio. So your mind, how you communicate and also your Saturn in Scorpio. So the boundaries and structure, your Uranus is in Scorpio, your Chiron is in Scorpio. So you have what's called a Scorpio stellium in your eighth house of um, investments and shared assets. And, and so like I said, there's eclipses going over all this, this placement right now and eclipses on the South node are all about release and letting go. So like major time of change and, and purging the old, paring down, simplifying, getting even more specific and focused on like the essence of what is meaningful for you, especially with the eighth house. It's about like what you really want to invest your time into, your money into, your attention into. It's like less is more in a major way for you right now. Yeah, that's all 1 million percent on point. Cool. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited that we just, uh, figured that out for you. What Me a beautiful, too. it's like your rise, like a Phoenix year. Truly good. I'm ready. I'm ready. Universe. I'm ready to rise like a Phoenix, <laughs> just making it crystal clear in case you weren't certain. I'm ready. Yeah. Well, we're all manifesting that for you now, everyone listening. Thank you. So- Thank you for, for being on the pod. You're such an important person to me, to be honest, in the story of my, my life and my business. You are my coach, my teacher, and you are the reason that I do hypnosis and love hypnosis because you certified me in hypnosis. So get us all up to speed with how you started getting into the world of coaching and why you decided to start Created, coach, created Mind Academy. Oh man, it goes back quite a few years now, but I, what was I doing? I was doing bodybuilding competitions. And then I decided I wanted to coach people. I had a coach and I was like, I want to coach people with this. I got certified to become a personal trainer and then had some online coaching clients for like fitness, I guess you could call it. And I hated it immediately. I was like, I don't want to teach people or tell them what to do at the gym. That's not fun. They're not doing it. They don't like it. And what I realized is that the people that I was helping had, it wasn't that they didn't know what to do at the gym or they didn't know um, that they needed to go to the gym or they didn't want to. It was that they had limiting beliefs and mindset blocks holding them back from actually doing it. 
telling themselves that it's not going to work. Does it matter? They'll just gain the weight back. I don't know what to do. Like all of those kinds of things were what I realized people actually needed help with. So that's when I started learning more about personal development and I was on my own personal development journey. And then I decided to uh, sign up for a coach training. Just, I was like, well, this seems like it's the next thing to do. And I signed up just because of the person who was leading it. I like knew the person and, but I didn't have a clue what I was going to learn. It said in the training on the sales page, NLP. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but this person says that it's good for coaching. And then I didn't even know that I was going to be learning hypnosis or EFT or anything else. Like I just didn't even know. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And then like the first technique that I experienced of NLP at my training completely changed my life. It was like still a moment that I can think back to. And I'm like, it still has power for me right now. And I don't question it at all. I've never tried to logic it or explain it away because I know deep within me that something happened and something shifted. And it was a lifelong limiting belief that people don't like me was gone. It didn't have the same hold over me that it used to have. There were other beliefs that that having that belief for my entire life had created that were still there that got to come to the surface. And I got to work through those as well. But that big one was gone. I could let it go. I let it go. And it was just like mind blowing to me. And I just got obsessed with NLP. And um, I've experienced hypnosis in the past for a fear of flying. So I knew how powerful it was. So when I learned it, I didn't have any questions about that either. I, I knew how powerful it was going to be. And then I was able to share that with my clients. And I just got obsessed with it all to the point that I wanted to learn how to do it and teach others how to do it in a feminine, intuitive way, rather than like the way that I was trained was a masculine, pushy, salesy way. And that didn't resonate with me. I, I got to learn this, the skills and the tools. And so I still had access to all of that, but the way that I learned and the way that I was told to use the tools didn't feel right for me. So when I started teaching it, I was like, I'm going to teach it in a way that feels intuitive for me and feels good for me. And I'm going to tell my students that they can use these tools in a way that feels good for them. They don't have to use it the way that I tell them to use it. Although there are sometimes like scripts and, you know, things that you do have to do properly by the book, but you can adapt it like the way that you do. And like the way that I've seen so many other students take what I teach them and then apply it to everything else that they do. So that's where I am now. That's where I got to. And now I get to teach people NLP and hypnosis and a whole range of other coaching tools and skills. And, um, I'm just obsessed with it. Yeah. I'm obsessed with it too. And I'm so glad you're obsessed with it because you are the reason that I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. It's so funny. Sales gets such a horrible rap, but there's so many people who hate it out there. And I think that those people who hate it, like make us all think that that's something that we should just hate. And that we can't, and if you do it authentically and you just tell people what you're offering and why they need it, then you're doing it wrong. It's like sales is this thing that we have collectively a lot of misconceptions around. 
seriously, we have like misconceptions that sales is bad. We have misconceptions that I'm bad if I do it. And we have misconceptions that it's supposed to be one certain way, but there are so many misconceptions about it. And I've enjoyed breaking through all of those. Like I'm a, I don't just let people tell me what to do. Um, I don't know where that falls in my sign, but um, I've, that's, that's how it'd be my entire life. Like, no, you, you don't get to tell me what to do. So I question everything. And if I'm doing something and I don't like it or it doesn't feel good, I ask myself, how can I do this in a way that's fun for me, that feels good for me? Yeah. And that's what I've been doing with like the NLP and hypnosis and, and sales yeah. and, and marketing and having a business. And yeah, yeah, I'm glad that more people are seeing it that way too. Yeah. Yeah. You're allowed to feel good doing what you do. Like that's the goal. That's the, that's the aim. Right. And if it doesn't feel good, then, you know, you can't like make someone else feel good. I don't think, I know that when I feel good and I'm connecting with someone, then that's like a transfer of energy. They feel good. But if I'm feeling awkward, like how can I expect anyone to have like a totally different experience of me and be in my energy, you know? Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Yeah. So how did you decide then to go from like, you don't, you could have just stayed a coach. You could have just worked with clients and had that be your trajectory, but what made you decide to start like certifying other coaches and have this whole brand that's like very different from a lot of other coaches? The opportunity came up and I was like, well, I'm just going to take it. Like it was, it happened, I think within an, an hour, I, I found out that the training was happening to become a trainer. And I was like, well, see you later. 10,000 USD. Like, yeah. I was just like, I was like, I'm in. All right. Like, it's fine. Wow. And you just like went for it. You were like, just feels right. Yeah. We'll just try. Yeah. Interesting. And the rest is history. It is. Yeah. So now you're certifying people all over the world. Yep. Yeah. Interesting like literally all over the world too. I have students everywhere. It's when I first started, it was the very first training was an in-person training for seven days in Sydney. We had one training, four people were able to come and it was great. It was a nice, really tight community, like a tight group that we had. And I got to give each student a lot of attention, which was awesome. And the the training started the first day was the 2nd of February, 2020. And then after that one in-person training, it was like, that was the end. (laughs) Then it had to go online. I was forced to, I I didn't, I held off for so long. I was like, no, we're going to do it in September of 2020. It's going to be fine. I will do this. And like, didn't happen but it's so much better this way because I get to help people like I have a student in the Philippines I have students in the UK Australia Canada the US so many places wow so you you got certified and really started this chapter of your journey right at the start of the pandemic I guess yeah Mm -hmm. wow so how have your intentions with created mind academy evolved like I imagine that at the start it sounds like you were kind of just like very experimental or I'm sure you had like a root like why but how how have have your intentions evolved since then with it I don't even know honestly I'm just going with the flow and letting things come up as they're meant to I find that for me if I plan how something is supposed to be 
or have an idea of how I think something should be, I get really attached to it. And then I get upset and tell myself that it's not working when it doesn't happen exactly that way. So what I've been doing lately is just like letting whatever comes up, come up. And then I decide what to do with it then and not even projecting into the future anymore on what I want this to look like. I know that it's not going to be just a certification forever. It's going to be something else, Yeah. but I don't know what it is. And I don't even want to want to plan for what I think it could be because whatever I plan for will be limited in what's possible. So it's like, yeah, it's a few, there's a few different reasons why I just don't even have intent. Like I have intentions, my intentions, I guess, like at the bottom of it are all to, to help people, help people like to help students, help their clients and create that ripple effect. But the way that that happens, I'm just leaving it up to the universe. Yeah, for sure. I feel the exact same way about my business. Like I know for me, when I take inspired action, that's when everything moves forward. And I look back on even plans that I've made for myself and like targets that I've set for myself at the very start of the year. And I'm just like, looking back like six months later, like what was I thinking? Like, I can't, like I have a pretty, I have a hard time planning beyond like a certain length of time because I just find that confining and I think there is a certain degree of when you are a business owner and you're you know spearheading this entire operation it you have to sort of like be in this co-creation period with it like it's always becoming what it wants to be and you're sort of like molding it it's a fine dance right yeah it really is and I've been letting go of a lot of the shoulds of how things should be done. When I first started coaching, I had a coach who was like, I made some YouTube videos and she was like, oh, people don't want to watch videos like that. Like, don't, don't make videos like that. And I was like, well, okay, then I guess I'm just not going to make any YouTube videos. And I think stuff like that really carried through to me. And what I've been doing lately is like, if I have an idea for something I want to do, I'm just going to do it and not do what I think or not, not do it because it shouldn't be that way. Like, For example, I've been making a few different videos or posts for Instagram. And then Instagram's like, hey, do you want to make this into a reel? And I'm like, sure, whatever. Like, it's not a pretty picture of me doing a fun dance and pointing to words on the screen or anything. I'm like, it's just, it's just a picture with that has like a a video of movement in the background. I'm like, sure, make it a reel. I don't care. See who sees it. Like, it doesn't matter. So I've been doing a lot of things like just like that and like with sales and sales pages and how I connect with people. Like I think we talked about last time, um, I've been doing a lot more to connect with a lot more people because that's a high value of mine. It's a priority of mine in my business. It's what I teach my students and my clients is to connect with and meet as many people as possible. That is the foundation of every single business. You need to expand your network. What's the saying? Your network is your net worth or your net worth is your network. I don't, I don't know which direction it goes, but for me, like meeting people, telling them what I do and connecting with people is a priority. And I think I even said this on like the last time you and I talked was like, that's never going to be beneath me. It's never going to be beneath me, no matter what level I get to of success in my business, it's never going to be beneath me to connect with other people for, for no reason, purely than to give to give them value, like not for a reason of getting something back for them, but just to give them value and to lay the foundation. So 
long story short. Um, I've been doing more of that, like offering free group coaching sessions that through Eventbrite. So that's a whole new untapped place where people can find me that would never find me before. I'm doing free 20 minute, ask me anything sessions where people can literally book in sessions, anyone, I don't care. And they can just come and ask me anything about coaching. I'm just trying to use my brain to come up with really fun and unique ways of connecting with people. Um, and it's working like it's, it, yeah. it's making me love my business even more and yeah. just being creative and doing things this way. So I don't know how I got into that tangent, but no, thank you. There's so much value in that, that simple act of just like breaking it down in such simple terms is like, just meet more people, have more conversations with more people. It can be as simple as that, right? We don't need to, like, that's what it comes down to. Like putting yourself in different situations where you're just connecting with people. You're going to learn more. You're going to decide, you're going to understand what feels good and what feels not good. Maybe you'll make a connection. Who knows what'll happen, but that's what it's all about. Meeting more people. Like that's what we're here to do. Exactly. Exactly. And if you're a business owner, that's what you need to do. That's what you're required to do. It's like the, the most basic thing is to meet people. If yeah. no one knows what you do, then no one can give you money and you can't help them. So it's your yeah. responsibility. If you want to help people, if you truly want to help people, your it's your responsibility to meet as many people as possible. Like you can't get away from it. That's the bare minimum that you need to be doing. There's nothing, you can't even get away with not doing that. It's yeah. if you, it's like, I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but if you want to help people, part of that part, one of helping people is meeting people. That's it. Like that's yeah. where you have to start. Yeah. Yeah. You can't hide. No, can't hide. you can't, but it's, it would be nice if we could. Imagine I, if we could just hide and still just have a million dollars in our bank account. That would be great. Part of me still does want that. <laughs> I know. Me, I think there's always going to be part of me that wants to hide a little bit. Mm -hmm. And that's why, that's why most people will never do the things that you and I do because we want to hide, but we know what comes on the other side of that. When we feel those feelings and think those thoughts, I don't want to do this. I don't want to talk on Instagram. I don't want to make a website. I yeah. don't want to do all this work it's hard it doesn't feel good it's scary we go out there and do the stuff anywhere but anyway but most people won't they're not willing to they're not able to but we're willing to do the things that most people aren't willing to do you're totally right and it's so important to really honor that you know honor the way that you do show up everyone shows up in different ways right and like when we do you need to honor that for yourself because that's like about like coaching yourself. Like I coach myself every day to do this. <laughs> that's why I have these techniques. Like I don't see coaching clients one-on-one -on -one because like I, I, I'm just pretty much focused on coaching myself, but like having this certification and knowing all the skills and techniques that I do serves me tenfold. Like I coach myself all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. And once you start coaching yourself, you can't unsee it. You can't ever stop. It's like, you know how your mind works, especially when you learn NLP, you know how your mind works yeah. and why it's doing the things and how you can change it really quickly. You can't ever not do that again. Yeah. What does your work on yourself look like? Like what are your rituals and practices look like right now? It's honestly, it's the past 
two years, I've been going through like a really, really big deep shift of my whole beliefs and belief system. And so I used to meditate every day. I used to journal. I used to have a morning ritual, do all the things. I did like a 14 day silent meditation course. Like I would meditate for an hour every day, like without fail. And then all of a sudden I was just going through this like complete shift. And I was like, I can't meditate anymore. I can't do it. I cannot do it. I couldn't meditate. I couldn't journal. I couldn't do anything. So the past two years has really been me like figuring out what works for me, but going really slow and not forcing myself to do things. And some things that I'm enjoying now are a little bit of journaling when I feel like it. And for me, that looks like focusing on the thoughts that I want to have and thoughts that are going to serve me. Um, So that's something that I like to do in the mornings. I will just like write down a whole bunch of positive thoughts. Sometimes I'll even do, I have affirmations that I've put together for myself and from like other thought leaders in their kind of mindset genre and like some of them are really really old like they're dead now and so some of the stuff is from like the early 1900s um I think even earlier than that like Florence Scovelshin like I think she's I don't even know when her deal was but she has some good stuff so my ritual kind of looks like just journaling out a whole bunch of really positive thoughts today I actually meditated for five minutes that's the longest I've meditated in two years going from an hour a day um and my other work just is like, I don't even, it's, it's conscious competence for me now. So I know, I know that I know how to do it, but I know it so well that I don't know how and when I do it. It's just so innate and natural to me now to do work right. on myself that I guess I do. I'm always paying attention to my thoughts always and catching them all the time. Uh, And I think it's just so natural to me now that I don't even know what, when or how I do it or anything like that. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. Life is a ceremony. Life is a meditation. I'm the exact same way as well. It is very rare that I will carve out time and space to meditate proper because the way that I move around my, my world, my life is meditative and I strive to make it so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. How do you yeah. do, what does that look like for you? It looks like being really mindful about my like daily routine. I am a pretty structured person. I'm a Virgo moon. So I'm pretty type A. And I can say that because I, I am just talking about myself, not all Virgo moons, not all Virgos, but I know what I need, you know, and I'm like pretty connected to my body. I move every day. I move every morning and I'm always just like, if I get ungrounded, I will feel it really quickly. Like I don't, I'm not the kind of person who thrives in chaos at this season of my life. Maybe I will at one point, but I do what I can to really be mindful of the boundaries that I need so that I can stay focused on moving around my world in a pretty mindful way, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What kind of movement do you do in the mornings? Yoga. 
Nice. Okay. And, and I run, I, I run and I do a little bit of yoga. Oh, nice. Yeah. So you have a bodybuilding background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, is, what kind of movement do you do? How is that still, yeah. does that still live on in your life in any sort of way? Uh, I still work out, but I'm not as strict with it as I used to be. Like when I was competing, I was in the gym like for two hours a day. Sometimes like I was at the gym a lot. Yeah. Sorry, my stomach's grumbling. I don't know if the microphone is speaking. <laughs> so funny. Um, yeah, I don't, definitely don't work out that much anymore. Before COVID, I was still working out 45 minutes a day and I was pretty on top of going to the gym five days a week. Like I went, I worked out hard and then COVID happened and I allowed myself the space to not do that anymore and be okay with not doing that. And kind of let go of probably some of the negative, I guess you could say, beliefs and thoughts that I had around why I worked out and how I had to and and that kind of stuff. So for me, I've been really good at letting that go. Um, and now I've started picking it up again and I'm going to the gym more regularly purely because I want to. I want to have a healthy body and I've noticed parts of my body getting tighter and like I'm not fitting into my jeans as good as I used to. And like, I don't want to buy more jeans. I don't need to, to waste stuff. Um, so I'm getting more into it and it feels good for me now. Whereas before I was doing it cause I had to, um, but I'm definitely not going to be competing again. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. I can imagine that that was a whole lifestyle thing, right? You know, it was like, it took over my whole life for, I think I did three competitions and I think it maybe that happened over a year, a year and a half. And it was everything. I couldn't, I could go to restaurants, but I couldn't really experiment or eat much off the menu because then maybe they put a lot of oil in it or things that I didn't know what was in the food. And so when I'm competing to win, that's the priority. And, yeah. um, yeah, like p- birthday parties and going out for drinks with friends and that kind of stuff. I could do them, but it was just working out and competing was the, at the forefront of my mind always. So yeah. it was like, it was a huge lifestyle. Yeah. Different seasons, different mm-hmm. priorities. So much. Right. Yeah. You have to know that. So good for you for letting go of that should, right. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So what advice would you have for someone who is working on getting better at doing that, letting go of shoulds? Notice, notice the shoulds that you have. This is one of the things that I teach inside the created coach method is um, the meta model and linguistic presuppositions and a lot of language patterns that help for the coach to understand the rules that their client has created because the language that your client uses is going to help you identify the rules that they've created, the box that they're living in, the limiting beliefs that they have. And so the first step to that is noticing the shoulds, the coulds, the couldn't, mustn't, must, won't, didn't, things like that. And that's, that's the first part. When you have when you notice yourself saying, I should, I could, I couldn't, you've got to just notice the roles that you're creating for yourself because 
the rules and you can question them. You can question them. Is this a rule? Is this like truth, a fact that I can't, a fact that I should? What's the impact of me believing the opposite? What would it be like to believe the opposite? And just really question. You can just, you can still do the thing that you think you should do, but stop just by questioning it. And then the more you practice questioning these things, the more you might get comfortable with being like, hmm, I should, but should I? Should I? Is that actually true that I should post to Instagram every single day? What would happen if I didn't? What would happen if I didn't post to Instagram every day? Probably not much. Probably everyone's lives would still go on. So it's just, that's just where it starts. Just noticing the, the shoulds. Yeah. I don't know who needs to hear that, but maybe you, what, what would happen if you didn't post to Instagram every day? I needed to hear that. It was me. It was me who needed to hear that. Thank you for that. Good. <laughs> that's such a beautiful way to put it. Allowing in a little bit more spaciousness. You can still do it, you know, but if you want to, but just consider expanding the mindset a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's where it all starts. It's the power of awareness. You just need to be aware of what you're doing because as soon as you become aware of what's happening in you and around you, it's just that awareness switch. Then choices become available. Options become available for you to choose the same or different or other different or other different, but you get options at that point as soon as you become aware. And that's where your power lies. That's everything. That's your entire life is making decisions and choosing options. And part of seeing all of the options is just becoming aware of what you're doing and the fact that there are other options. Yeah, especially this year. If you are a tarot person listening to this, we're in a lover's year, which is all about making choices. So 222, 2022 is the sick. It adds up to six. So the sixth card in the major arcanas is the lover's card. So we're all in a lover's year. We're all being called to bring our conscious awareness to the choices that we're making and be really intentional about that. And oh man, life is all about making choices. That's what it's all about. We could choose one thing in five minutes that could fuck everything up. We have a lot of power. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, you know, it's all up to us. You know, we can choose to make our whole lives so much better by doing something different. Yeah. And you can change your mind for anything that you ever decide at any, any moment. You can change your mind whenever you want. If you say yes to something and then you decide, actually, this is a no, you can say no. You can change your mind and it doesn't matter if you say yes to something and you're in the middle of that thing. And then you decide this is not a thing that I want anymore. You can decide no. And you can say, I don't this. I'm changing my mind where this is thing is over. Yeah. As long as you're alive, you can still make this. As long as you are alive, it is never over. Mm -hmm. It's never over. Mm Mm-hmm. Really interesting. So going back to the sales and marketing piece that we were talking about earlier, what would you say to someone who is having a hard time embracing that and, and, and maybe has like shoulds around that or feels like they need more confidence? What would you offer them? 
what would some of the shoulds be that this hypothetical person has? Um, like I should say it perfectly. I shouldn't, mm. I should be confident. I should act like I've been doing this for a million years and I have all these clients and look at everyone. I, I need to be exactly like them or I don't have anything to offer. Should you? Says who? According to who? Instagram. What would happen if you didn't? Something that I realized um, a while ago was I, for a long time, told myself I couldn't do certain things because if I did those things, then people who thought I was successful would know that I wasn't successful. If I did the, I can't do these things because people think I'm successful. And if I do this, those people won't think I'm successful anymore and I can't show them that. I don't want them to think that. So I literally did not do things that would make me money and have a business. Like Mm. I, it was insane. I don't know what was going on with my mind. It was this like circular thing I had myself in that I couldn't get out of. And it was so wild, the realization that that's what I was doing to myself. And I don't know who these people are. I don't know who, there was no specific person that I thought would think that I'm not successful anymore because they used to think I'm like, I don't know who the person was. There was no people. It just didn't make any sense. Um, But that's what we do. We do these things and we have these shoulds. And for, for the people who are having these shoulds about that, they should post things perfectly. And they they should do all the things that you said. Like, first of all, according to who says, who should you, and what are you saying no to because of that, that could move you forward? Like what would happen if you just ignored it and did it anyway? Um, I think that's the first place to start because we could go on about this. Yeah. Thank you. I don't want to overwhelm people by being like, okay, now you're going to do this and this. Um, But the first place, place to start is just to ask yourself, well, should I, according to who? And, and then from there, ask yourself, what would it be if I didn't, what would it be like if I didn't believe that whose belief is that whose belief is that, that I shouldn't, where did I get that belief from? What's a different belief that I could have that's more empowering? And how can I install and integrate that belief? Let's practice having that belief instead. Yeah. Thank you for that. Really, really interesting. And I think it's so important to also allow ourselves to like recognize that maybe we have a limiting idea that doesn't come from anywhere and we don't need to spend a fucking year looking for it the root, you know what I mean? Like we live in a society that there's a lot of, if you turn on Instagram, a lot of people are doing the same things. And like, we probably soak in a lot of information and a lot of shoulds that we're not even consciously aware of. And I think sometimes we just need to allow ourselves to recognize when something is not serving us. We don't need to know the why we don't need to know where it came from. It's just about moving forward. Yeah. Part of the, like, finding the why and getting to the root and where did this belief come from? Like going, spending your time doing that. If you're spending more than five seconds on answering whose belief is that, is that my belief? If you spend any more than five seconds on that, 
like you're wasting too much time on it. The in, the answer should just be an intuitive, like let whatever comes up, come up. If nothing yeah. comes up, then move on from it. But it's another delay tactic. It's another like, oh, I'm doing the work. I'm doing the work. And sometimes we feel like doing the work is what we need to be doing, but you can yeah. do the work alongside with working. You can do the work that yeah. you need to do alongside actually moving the needle forward and you don't have to spend years searching for the belief looking for where it came from all of these healing modalities to try and get rid of it you can do what you need to do while having the limiting belief that it's not possible for you to do what you're doing you can have them at the same time yeah and i can have success and a limiting belief at the same time for sure. Feel the fear and do it anyway. And then you'll learn more and then maybe your mind will make a connection. Oh, maybe this is what it's from. And then you can, you know, address it. it take, take your time, do whatever you need to do, but don't stop your life. You don't need to stop mm. your life, you know? Yeah, yep. exactly. Really interesting. And yeah, I think it's really important to uh, allow ourselves to just show up however we are and just know that if, what's that Dr. Seuss quote that's come into my mind? Be who you are and say what you think because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. Did that make sense? Yeah, but I didn't know that was Dr. Seuss. I think that's Dr. Seuss. Oh, wow. Awesome. I I'm th- pretty I sure it was that. just like from a song. <laughs> no, I think it's Dr. Seuss. I love that. Oh, that's that makes it even better. Yeah, then. yeah because if, if someone doesn't want to receive your authenticity, then they're not your then how sustainable is that relationship going to be? You're going to have to be putting on an act the whole time and that's going to be really draining. But when you open your heart and like give someone a chance to intimately connect with you, then you can create some really beautiful connections, right? And that's where your best people come from, your best clients. Like it's a human connection. Yeah. And most people, we are just putting on a show, putting on an act, being performative, especially social media these days. Like I don't scroll on social media at all. Like I, I, I don't scroll. I, I've, I got rid of that habit like December of last year. I don't do it. I watch a few stories of people that I intentionally go and seek out their stories. My students, I'll go to their profiles and see what they're doing, like their stuff. But like, I don't, I never scroll. I never, ever do that. But TikTok and actually a few days ago I was sick and it was like I was up until 4 a.m and the only thing I could do like I couldn't fall asleep the only thing I thought to do I was like well I'm just gonna download TikTok and see what's on there and it was so bad it's all performative it's all performative everyone's just putting on a show and it's great if you love it and you feel like that is letting you be you but yeah every it's just kind of sleeping out into everything and it seems yeah. like everyone has to be performative to get anywhere or do anything, but that's just not the case. And part of what I've been doing in this past year of changing everything is saying, okay, well, this is how I'm told I have to do it. This is how everyone else is doing it. Let's just see what would happen if I didn't do that. If I just decided that it's going to work for me, even though I don't do that. And that's yeah. been a fun experiment too. Yeah, that's an amazing experiment, especially for you right now in your Scorpio year. Yeah, yeah. And it's been good. Things have come up, like I've completely let go of some things and then realized, actually, 
I want to do that and I can do it in a different way that feels good and like allowing things to come up because they want to come to the surface, not because I think I have to do it or I should do it. Yes. Being in touch with your intuition and letting it lead you like huge. Yeah. Honestly, it's like the, all I have, it's really all I have. I don't feel like anything else that I would let lead me is any good. (laughs) I just don't, I feel like there is no other way to do things. I don't know if it's just like something that I've been unconsciously working on in the past few years, but I'm just like the only thing I can't plan anything out. I can't, Mm-hmm. I'm just going with the flow. Yeah. Oh, totally. And I mean, seasons again, right? Like seasons of yeah. your life, maybe, maybe sometime, maybe in the future, maybe a year from now, five years from now, you're not going to feel that way, but it's working exactly. right now. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I can imagine like through some other life situations where maybe being that intuitive wouldn't be the best. Maybe yeah. I would need to plan. Um, But yeah, right now this is what's working and it's going to lead me to the place that I need to be at when things need to change or if things need to change. So totally, Mm -hmm. totally. So what is next for you? Do you have any idea of like, well, what do you want to leave people with? Is there anything that you want to share? What are you like promoting right now? (laughs) Well, I'm always promoting, pardon? How can people work with you? So Good question. I have a few different ways. So uh, I'm always talking about the creative coach method, the coaching certification that you did. And we just talked about before we started recording how I've been adding more content to it that I'm like actually obsessed with. Like, I think it's better than the NLP and hypnosis stuff, to be honest. Um, so if you want to learn how to be a coach, how to use NLP, how to use hypnosis, how to talk to your clients, how to listen to them, how to do contracts, advanced coaching conversations, all of that stuff that you need to know to be a coach. Um, you can head to creativemindacademy.com slash certification and everything is there. If you want to talk about it, you can send me a message on Instagram at brookalexander.co. Um, I do private coaching, one-on-one coaching. Um, so if you are looking for private support with your business, coaching, marketing, strategy, messaging, you can send me a message. That's all by application. And yeah, if you want to chat with me, you can. I do. Oh, this might be a good spot. I do 20 minute ask me anything sessions. Um, So if you have a coaching business and you have questions about your coaching business, you can sign up for one of those 20 minute sessions. I don't even know where to look right now. Like I'm looking at the camera. (laughs) (laughs) You're looking at all the right places. Yeah, good. It's so funny. Um, yeah, you can, you can sign up for one of those. I have um, a few of those available each week and they're completely free and you can ask me anything you want about coaching. And I think that's it. My Instagram is at brookalexander.co. And no TikTok. No Not TikTok. TikTok. I, think <laughs> I did some TikToks where I just reposted reels and then I was like, oh, no, I can't do this anymore. I'm over it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do. I'm all about the the repurposing life. Just oh just, yeah, yeah, TikTok on, but I do it for yeah. reels. I've even fun. been considering um, reading my Instagram captions because I've been writing Instagram captions in a different way lately that I'm really yeah. enjoying writing and is much more informative and structured and like actually um, is doing really well. And so I'm like, can I just read these as a podcast episode? <laughs> And just yeah. like fully read my Instagram captions as a podcast episode. Like it would probably be two minutes long, but 
you know what? I don't even care. Do it. Yeah, I think I might. Yeah. Yeah. I think that like, sounds awesome. Yeah, just all about the repurposing and and I like, you know, I'm I'm getting outside of those the box of what a podcast episode should be and if yeah. I want to read my Instagram captions, someone's going to listen to it, I'm sure. Yeah, someone's going to listen to it. I love your mm-hmm. podcast. Of oh, thank course you, you did. Yeah. Shout out to, yeah. of course you did podcast. I was listening to it today. Oh, I loved nice. your episode on um, the three stages of launching. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. What did you learn from it? Out of it. Okay. I loved the way that you broke it down as such an empowering thing, because going back to sales being this thing that a lot of people struggle with, there's like this idea that sales and promoting or launching something needs to be like, Hey, is this your reality? No, it's not life sucks. Okay. I can help you. I like how you were like, so not about that. You were like stage one, like, you know, help someone to to understand that there is a solution and like help them feel excited about that solution. So you're not like breaking someone down and being like, you suck. I rule by my shit. Yeah. I'm so over that. I'm, I'm doing a new sales page for my website and I've been working on what I want the structure to be like, cause I've done sales courses in the past, like a lot of them. And they have like, here's your 18 step sales page format. And you're going to say this. And I'm like, oh, fuck that. No fucking way. I'm just like, what do people need to know? Like people yeah. know when they have a pain, people know that something isn't working for them. That's why they've come to my website because they see that I have a certification and they know that they don't have that and they want it because they know it will help them. I don't need to be like, Hey, you don't have it and your life sucks without it. And it'll be so much better if you have it and you can't even breathe without it. Like, I don't need to do that. So I'm just (laughs) like, I'm just like, what, what would help someone make a really informed decision and make them feel excited about that decision and make them feel empowered. And like, this was the best decision they ever made. That's what I'm putting there. Like, that's all I need to know. That's all I need to care about. Like the rest, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Offer a little bit of value and say, there's more where that came from. Like Mm -hmm. if you, if you're down, come and get it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Really interesting. So I would love to pull a card for you if you're open to it. Always. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So do you have a specific or general like area of focus right now or anything that you want to know about or ask the tarot about, or we can just do a general card pull? So something that I am focusing on a lot in my business now is being more, and in my life, I guess, being more um, strategic isn't the word, but an organized isn't the word, mindful maybe, but I don't know, to do with finances, just being more like a bit more planned with it because I, I want to buy a house and I want to do all these things. So I want to invest and I want to invest in like myself, but also like have investments for the business and stuff like that. So I don't know, money, but yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, perfect. Thank you. That's, that's <laughs> exactly what we need to know here to pull, okay, pull you a card and get some guidance. Making money moves. Oh yeah. Okay. Let's see what needs to come up for you.
So we have the King of Cups. Confidence is everything right now. And your skills of emotional intelligence and being who you are and knowing what you know is totally enough to achieve whatever financial goal that you are setting right now. It's really about like holding yourself in that trust, in that faith that it'll all fall into place. Like the King of Cups is big trust in yourself and knowing that if you have an emotion or like a thought comes into your head, that's like, doesn't feel, that feels like not aligned with where you want to go. Like, you don't, again, like you said, you don't need to let it determine your actions. It's about holding, it's about holding yourself in that faith and in that energy of just like full trust. I love it. I love yeah. that. Thank you. You're so welcome. Good. We love some big King energy coming through for the Scorpio sign. Yeah. I was like, that's great. The cup can hold all my money because I need more places to put all the money. So yeah, it's just like such a problem that you can't hold it all. Exactly. I need help. <laughs> uh, King, please hold vessels. my money for me. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, thank you so, so much for taking the time to be on the pod. I appreciate you. Thank you. This has been such a fun conversation. I love all of the places that we went. Me too. The Eclipse After Hours Club Season of the Witch Edition is here. This is a three-week container where you will immerse yourself into the energy of the Season of the Witch and commune with the electric astrology of this time. Join the club to take part in weekly live rituals that include astrology workshops, hypnosis, quantum time release, and self-care spells to ensure that you can use this time to tap into the profound wisdom of your natal chart and your own intuition. So by joining the Eclipse After Hours Club, you will receive the support, inspiration, and guidance needed to make the final weeks of October a ceremony wherein you begin to walk the path that the universe intended for you. What better time than the witch's new year? So all of the information is at the link in show notes.